This episode is presented by Comics and Gaming Magazine, found at cgmagazine.ca. In several worlds, throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who've embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors, armed only with a bag of dice. An unlikely group of nerdy adventurers with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts. Listen in as they tell their tales and come together to save the day. They are the Terrible Warriors. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Hello, friendly friends. My name is Steve Saylor, and this is the Terrible Warriors debrief for the D&D Lost Mine of Fandelver campaign adventure that we ran. If you can hear the construction in the background, I apologize. The radio station in where I'm working is currently going under renovations. So there. Now, you may be wondering as to why it's just me talking instead of the rest of the crew like we had promised in the previous episode. Problem is, well, the audio uh, didn't work. Yeah, it wasn't working. It's for some reason, it just didn't work. So I just could leave it at that without getting into too technical details. And so that's why you're getting basically kind of a DM commentary for me instead, which is fine. I hope, you know, you can enjoy listening to me. If not, well, tough. (laughs) Uh, All right. So first off. I won't really get into kind of specifics of the, uh, of the campaign itself or at least of the story. The one thing that I will say in regards to DMing this story, kind of the behind the scenes of that aspect, or trying to be able to com- – like the problem with this campaign – and the thing is the D&D starter set is a great set. If you are out – if you're out there and you're – like we kind of wanted to sort of showcase of how – Good, the D and D five edition is, and the one of the great things that Wizards of the Coast has done is create a brand new starter pack, like they did when they first launched D and D with the Red Box back in the day. So with this, the fact that it's twenty bucks and you get everything that you need, which is a condensed rule book, you get the full Lost Mine of Fandelver adventure, and you get all you get the character sheets, you get pre made, you also get some. Uh, like kind of blank sheets. You also get dice, which is great. And you get to basically have a small little kind of world of D&D in one box, which is their intention. And you get to play it. And with the thing is with the Lost Mine of Fandelver in regards to Terrible Warriors, though, there is a lot I had to cut. I mean, a severe amount. Like, to fit the, the thing is about our podcast that you may or may not know, or you may have kind of gleaned over the, the past three years, two and a half years, whatever we've been doing this, is that we basically shorten a lot of our stories down into four parts, generally an hour each. And there's not a lot of room for a lot of combat. There's not a lot of room for a lot of sort of character development. Uh, You never really hear us kind of advance our characters uh, to different levels throughout throughout the campaign because... 
we're you only we only have a very short period of time, four hours essentially, to do so. And that was kind of our intention when we first started Terrible Wars was that this you can be able to we'll be able to play a full adventure every month, and it's a brand new story every month. So that way you're not having to listen to thirty episodes previous to catch up to where we are now. That was kind of, that was at least my intention when we kind of created that format. The thing with D&D, though, that we have found and the trouble that we had with this game was that D&D doesn't really work telling one story from beginning to end in a four-hour span. Uh, you can be able to do an instance. You can be able to do maybe a dungeon delve uh, in that four-hour span, but it's hard, really, really hard to tell a full story from beginning to end in that four hours. And I mean, that's why that a lot of D&D campaigns last so long is because it mostly comes down to combat. There's a lot of combat uh, rules and moves and actions and that you have to kind of take into mind. And uh, it's where a lot of uh, rules lawyers kind of really are particular about combat and D&D. And I mean, even like one of the things that I enjoy watching is the Penny Arcade uh, D&D live games that they do at PAX uh, East and also PAX Prime uh, with the basically Jerry and Mike and Scott Kurtz of uh, PvP uh, and sometimes Will Wheaton, sometimes Morgan Webb, sometimes Patrick Rothfuss. So if you've seen any of those live games that they that they do on stage, it's on YouTube. Dungeons & Dragons has their own official YouTube channel. Uh, you can be able to check those games out. It's Acquisitions Incorporated if you're if you weren't sure. Those things are those are great. I absolutely love it. And I apologize. My phone just went off. Um, it's absolute. Those games are absolutely great. The thing is about that, though, is if you notice, yes, they play it in two hours. But the problem with it is it's it's kind of a part of a story. It's not the full story. It's not beginning again. You get sort of one adventure maybe out of it, but you never get the full sort of story outside of that. It's always to be continued or it's continued on from previous uh, seasons, as it were. I mean, they're on their eighth or ninth season or tenth season, I think, at this point. I can't remember. Um, but... And then that's and that's sort of the the trouble that I had when I was kind of coming up with the campaign that would work within our um, uh, our four hour format. Which, in a way, it's not D and D's fault. It's not Wizards of the Coast's fault. It's just that's just how our format is. And there's a lot I had to cut. Uh, there's I mean, there's so much I had to com- sort of combine a, a few uh, sort of delves into one I had to sort of combine different story aspects from one aspect there was a lot that is done in the town of uh Fandolin. Uh, there's, uh, there's, there was, there's a whole bunch of sort of stuff that's around the town, uh, a bunch of different adventures that you sort of get to pick up uh, bits and pieces of the actual story, and it makes the Black Spider a lot more of a bigger villain than he became in our story. Uh, it was just so that was the trick that I, uh, like, even going in, I had already caught a lot of the story, and it wasn't until we actually started recording and started playing that I had to cut even more. And it was just it was just the way that the campaign sort of ran. It just sort of the way that uh, the players kind of interacted with each other. And, I mean, we want to always have fun with these. So we don't want to rush completely through them because then that's not as fun for you and it's also not as fun for us. So if, if, you ha- if there's a fault with D&D is that it's not built for what we do, we we hope that at least with the four episodes that you got to like, you got this sort of a gist of what D and D five edition is. Um, we kind there's a lot more to it than than what we portrayed, but it's something that we want to try to do. And this is the first time we've ever ran a full on adventure 
Uh, well, no, Paranoia actually is is one we ran from like a venture a module from uh, the creators themselves. So uh, that's sort of one thing. And also another thing I noticed when I was sort of crafting uh, the adventure is that what I love about the starter set is the adventure book. There is so much detail. There is a lot like to it, you sort of get to like you kind of almost get every path planned out and you get every wow that drilling is annoying i'm sorry if you can hear that <laughs> well maybe you can't i don't know uh <laughs> that's distracting as hell Come on, let me take a sip of my tea to kind of calm me down wait no that's got caffeine sorry what was i saying all right yes so there is a lot. It like it, it sort of it, it kind of lay, the adventure book lays it out. So if if you just if you go through this pass uh, passageway, uh, this happens. But if you kind of go around this way and this doesn't happen in this passageway, then you get to have a jump on the enemies on this through this way. So there's a lot of different scenarios that they that they put you in, and it's a pretty it's a pretty hefty book. It's a pretty hefty adventure, and uh, it. I mean, yes, it is self contained. Um, it sort of kind of touches in on the full world. I mean, with the fifth edition. Uh, released with Tyranny of Dragons, that's sort of the storyline for the 5th edition, uh, there's nothing really kind of touches into that. Actually, the one that kind of, uh, without really spoiling it too much, uh, that we couldn't get into is that there is a dragon in the adventure of Lost Mine of Fendelver. Uh, I'm just saying that right now. And we could, But we couldn't get into the dragon. There actually is some character tie-ins with, uh, I won't say who, but there is some character tie-ins with a dragon that I just couldn't do. It was just, there was just no way I could be able to do it or even have that. Well, maybe I could have as the big bad instead. The black spider was a dragon. That could have been cool. Damn it. Why didn't I think of that? Ugh. I'm ashamed of myself. Oh, I'm a terrible DM. If you think I'm a terrible DM or think of a good DM, uh, comment on our Facebook or or uh, Twitter, Dice Warriors uh, on Twitter or Terrible Warriors uh, on Facebook. Just saying. Anyway, uh, so there's uh, yeah, and I I do love sort of how they lay everything out. Like everything, like one of the reasons why I thought this could work for our uh, for our show was because each section uh, of the adventure is split into four parts. And I thought, oh, great. You know what? I'll just condense each part so that way we can get the full story and kind of get the full experience of this adventure. Uh, I sadly couldn't. Uh, there was just a few kind of parts that just kind of melded together that I couldn't really do so much. I mean, a lot of part two is the exploring of Fandolin. Uh, I'd say if we were playing that full adventure, we if we were kind of playing every single week, it might take a couple months for us to be able to finish it. I'm just saying, like four hours a couple uh, every, every every week. Yeah, it would probably take us a couple months. I mean, that's fine. Again, that's sort of what it's built for. It's sort of its self contained D and D system without having to spend too much on the books and having to read a lot of the rules. Um, which in and of itself is great. I mean, I I enjoy that. And in fact, it's it's twenty bucks. Just come on, twenty like uh, okay. And I will say this. And I, because I do remember this was brought up in the debrief that we did record that is now lost. Uh, and that Dungeons and Dragons, there is a lot of rules. There is a lot of stats. There's a lot of numbers. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of monsters. There's a lot of spells. There's a lot of everything. Uh, and when you got like several decades of sort of game development it just happened that that's the case i mean 
when you go back to play the first Dungeons and Dragons, it's not as hefty of a th- thing to do as it is today because uh, you got so much backstory, and they're trying to combine a lot. And at least in fifth edition, they're trying to combine a lot of things that they did uh, right in D and D fourth edition, and uh, what they did wrong in the fourth edition. They kind of brought in some of the three point five edition rules and kind of the combining the two together I think worked really well but there is still that is the thing with at least within our show it is just there's a lot of rules and a lot of lot of uh, stuff to be able to do and that's great if you're building an adventure for yourself and for a home game I mean hell Justin uh, has I think he said it a few times on the show that the first sort of campaign that he's been on uh, when he was in high school he still plays they're still playing this kind of the same adventure and that's going on for several years Uh, so it's uh, obviously uh, it's sort of like D&D is a a, you're in it for the long haul it's a long tail uh, sort of payoff and it's you get to go through a lot of different adventures that uh, that they produce, and you get to kind of create your own. And that's sort of the greatness of D anD D is that it's it's without really grow like basing it down to like a very very gross analogy. If you love RPG video games like Skyrim, it's like playing Skyrim in four hours. Okay, <laughs> it's like playing the entire everything of Skyrim in four hours with our show. <laughs> that's essentially it. <laughs> Uh, and obviously, you know, just thinking about that, that is so not the case, that you can never play the full thing of Skyrim in four hours. <laughs> so that's what D&D has kind of become. It's become that large of a world, and that's great. Um, but, I mean, we do have some criticism in regards to that. It's just it's it, it's too big. It's too bloated uh, for for a lot of people. And it is hard for new players to get on board with Dungeons & Dragons. And that was another thing we brought up in the debrief that is now lost. Again. Sorry about that. Uh, is that if we, if we as players, we as even uh, some of us who have DM'd games or have ran games, uh, it's Justin kind of described this as it's it's the monopoly of role playing games. It's the one that everybody knows, and only like gamers, like board gamers who love tabletop games. Kind of don't really like Monopoly because it's very open. Like, there's no real ending to the game. It's sort of just when like somebody gives up. That's when the person wins. And Monopoly is not the greatest game that's out there. I'm sorry for those who love Monopoly. I hey, believe me, my mom to this day loves Monopoly. Excuse me. She to this is also. I've never been able to beat her except for one time, and she does never admits that she that I actually beat her because it's just it was one of those times that she just gave up and I just won. That's all. And when we're kind of recommending role playing games to try out, if you're a first time that you've never played a role playing game, we don't recommend Dungeons and Dragons because there are a lot of better games out there for beginners, like Fiasco. Uh, like even uh, Trail of Cthulhu, or like Cthulhu is is a good one. Paranoia is also a good one. Uh, even if you're wanting for something that's very Dungeons and Dragons, but kind of a little bit easier to play, uh, Pathfinder is very much like that. It's it's kind of the easier, better version of of Dungeons and Dragons that we have found, uh, even for some people. And so there's a lot of and even Open D6, when we were playing Open D6 with uh, Star Wars and with Matrix, that's a system that's very easy to kind of, that, to get into, and you don't really need a lot of rules uh, or a lot of uh, confusing sort of trying to figure things out with the rules and spells and characters and monsters and stuff like that. And it's very, very well 
organized, let's just say. Um, but with Dungeons and Dragons, because there's so much and there's so much complexity to it, it's not a game that we would recommend. So if you were if you're a first time, you've never played an RPG before, but you're interested, we don't necessarily recommend Dungeons and Dragons. We recommend others that we have played, and there's a bunch of adventures if you want to check them out. Uh, like we said, Fiasco is one. We did that with our Picnic game, uh, our Matrix games, our the Star Wars games that we that we played. Uh, those are those are ones that we would definitely recommend. And there's others that I know some of the other players on the crew would recommend as well. Um, if you want to talk to them and see what games that, if you've never played, uh, hit them up on Twitter. We gen- we have a, a spot on our website to, uh, if or if that you can be able to contact them uh, through Twitter. So ask, ask them, and, and they will let you know what they enjoy. Um, and I guess it's sort of the only real major negative that we saw um, was that it's just a, it's just not a system that we would recommend for first-timers. For those who, like, if you are if you want to dip your toe into Dungeons & Dragons, we definitely recommend the starter set, though. Uh, full, like, full-on. Like, I'd say fifth edition, even and of itself. Even if you don't want to, like, if you just want to kind of dive in full head first into the real, like, real version of D&D, D&D fifth edition is a great addition to try out uh, and to kind of get your teeth wet when it comes to Dungeons & Dragons. I would also, I would say if you were, if you've ne- if you've ran a game um, and you've never played, I'd say try it out. Try running a game because running a game is, is fun and try some of the adventures that, uh, that they get, that Wizards of the Coast have created. But if uh, if you've never played before, I would say if you want to find a GM or a DM uh, who can be able to run the game, uh, find someone that's that's not into that's not rules heavy, um, because it's it's just not fun. It's not fun to kind of have a DM who's like stats oriented, stat rules lawyers, uh, because that, that's not fun for you, and you're going to get bored. I mean, even a lot of us who've played D and D here, including myself, when we first started playing. D&D, uh, the DMs that we had kind of really didn't make it fun, and so we stopped. I know I personally stopped. Until I, until we start, uh, we started this show, I really wasn't playing RPGs at all. It, this was sort of my excuse to start playing them because I wanted to play them, but I didn't like it because of the way I sort of started out with Dungeons & Dragons, and it just it was just too complex and too scary for me to, to keep going. So I, I stopped. So And that's that's even going. That, that's when Dungeons and Dragons was in its three point five state, and three point five was super, super, super complex. Uh, it's man, damn. I'm just saying. I mean, a lot of people like that version, and uh, I would agree. Uh, but I mean, hell, five is so much more easier to pick up and play. But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, I hope that sort of my ramblings have kind of uh, at least made sense to a certain degree. I know I kind of jumped around in a lot of places. Uh, to summarize, I would say if you're a first time player. Uh, don't I wouldn't necessarily if you've never played RPGs before, don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Play something else that we the, and we've played a few. Check them out. Um, and if you want to ask us more specifics, you can definitely hit us up on Twitter and Facebook uh, or on our website. If you have never played Dungeons and Dragons before, or you want you played it in the past and you want to kind of jump in back into it again, I definitely recommend the Dungeons and Dragons starter set. And I want to give a big, huge thank you to Wizards of the Coast uh, for supplying us that starter set. You can pick it up on their website uh, if you go to if you go to our uh, our our website as well. We have a link there to be able to go actually to be able to buy the starter set. But it's twenty bucks. It's it's a great game and. Uh, it's it's just it ever it, it's D and D in a box. That's it. 
And I, re- I definitely recommend that. And if you're looking into sort of more of the uh, the bigger world of D- uh, Dungeons and Dragons, I, I definitely recommend the fifth edition games. I wouldn't necessarily go back into the fourth or uh, 3.5 or even further back because it's just those are just even more complex in some areas. It's a little bit broken. But five is actually really good. Uh, even those who are veteran players in the crew agree that five uh, is a good system. It's a little bit some uh, some people will say, ah, oh, it's a little bit hard. It's uh, it's a little bit easier to kind of a really um uh what's the word i'm looking for ah uh, damn it steve thank thank oh exploit it's a little bit easier to exploit uh than previous versions but it's a good overall system and a much big improvement much much bigger improvement than fourth edition so or D next is what it was called um anyway so uh, yeah never played an rpg don't play dungeons and dragons try something else and then move up to it if, if you want to get back into D&D or you've never played it before, but you've played RPGs and you kind of get the gist of it, definitely pick up the D&D starter set. Or if you want to go full on, go D&D 5th edition. And that's it. Uh, I, if you have any more questions actually about uh, the campaign, uh, I know that King Ori is uh, his he's accepting uh, queries that, uh, of... <laughs> Of his own, <laughs> he uh, he has his throne room o- throne room open, and you may ask the king uh, anything you wish, and he will either grant you uh, your wish or he will kill you on the spot uh, if because he, he might consider you a gable or gobble. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. It's late at night, and I'm high on caffeine. So there you go. All right, that's it for uh, this week, uh, for this adventure uh, for Terrible Warriors, our sort of first campaign back for 2015. Uh, You can be able to check out more of our adventures on TerribleWarriors.com. And we've got, oh, I think we're going in close to 30 at this point, which is great. That's awesome. Next month or next week, this is great. Oh, man, guys and girls, uh, this is awesome. If you are a fan of the podcast... Welcome to Night Vale. You're going to love this new adventure. Even with the construction in the background. (laughs) I'm just saying. You're going to love this new adventure. We are doing uh, not an official crossover, uh, but we have created our own variant of uh, a game that we have, a system we have played before, and we kind of created our own custom uh, campaign for it or custom adventure or custom rule set. Uh, with the podcast, Welcome to Night Vale. It's not unofficial, unofficial, but hey, if anybody from Night Vale is listening, uh, we should talk. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so yes, join us next week. We're going to have start that all brand new adventure. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. And then also, uh, just to let you know, uh, we haven't really got out the full details yet. But if you're listening to this uh, on, on the day or at least the few days b- like before this actually happens, I apologize if you're listening to this way in the future. Whatever. It's just this is just not uh, – uh, this is very time sensitive. Uh, on April 11th, 2015, uh, which is officially International Tabletop Day, which is started by Geek & Sundry. You know how much we love Geek & Sundry here. Uh, they have their International Tabletop Day where basically everybody gets together and plays tabletop games. And we're going to be doing the same on April 11th. We have a very, very, very special game uh, we're going to play. Uh, if you've been watching uh, Birdman Dodd's uh, sort of Twitter stream, 
over the past little bit. Uh, you you may have noticed something, a little hint of what he's got planned. Uh, I wish I could say it was Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z, which he did tweet about. That's not coming up on April 11th, but that is happening on Terror Wars for sure. There is going to be a Sailor Moon and there is going to be a Dragon Ball Z game. Just say it, and that's going to be tons of fun. But on April 11th, we are going to be playing a game. And the reason why I say April 11th, because we're looking into possibly live streaming it. We do have a, a Twitch stream, uh, twitch.tv slash Terrible Warriors, uh, but we haven't really, obviously we haven't really done anything live yet, so this will be kind of the first official uh, live uh, stream that we're going to do, and uh, we're, it's going to be very simple. We apologize. It's not going to be the greatest, biggest uh, production possible, um, but if you wanted to be able to see us record a game live... I mean, because this campaign, the, the uh, this new campaign is what we're recording for May um, 2015. But if you want to be able to kind of watch and see how we play, it takes a lot longer than four hours. I'm telling you that much. But uh, if you want to tune in and stream, uh, we'll have more details on our website, terrorborders.com, uh, for all that details. But it will be it will be on April 11th for sure. Uh, that's a that's a given. And uh, we've got a few. We've got a really something really really cool planned. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, if you're if you love Mike the Birdman Dodds campaigns, he is the one that's running it. He's he's DMing it, and I'm in it. I'm excited. Uh, there is a few others that we're that we've got inv- uh, that you may enjoy. If you love love listening to the podcast, there's definitely some people there that uh, you know and love, and you're going to enjoy it. I hope so. Anyway, all right. I think that's it. That's all the housekeeping I've got. Uh, yeah. Hope you have a good time. Yeah, and I'll uh, we'll see you next week on Terrible Warriors. So again, if you want to follow us at Dice Warriors on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Terrible Warriors or TerribleWarriors.com for all our adventures and all our tons of fun. And actually, if you are oh yeah, here's another housekeeping. If you are a fan of YouTube's, which I know you are, uh, we have a YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Terrible Warriors. And we've got a bu- we actually are doing a bunch of let's plays on that. We've been going through uh, Super Smash Bros uh, for the past month. Uh, we're also going to we're going to be coming next ones we're going to be doing is Nintendo Land. That's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun playing that one. I'm just saying. Uh, oh man, oh it's great. I love it. Uh, so yes, Nintendo Land is coming up, and then after that, maybe a little bit of um um hmm. I wonder if I should tease it. I'll leave it up to the uh, to as a surprise. Yeah, so Nintendo Land's coming up, and then after that, we've got a bunch of more uh, Let's Plays coming up, and we'll be we'll be doing a bunch more uh, games, and we've also we'll be putting up our old podcasts on there too. So subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtubecom slash warriors and uh, you get to see all the all the video stuff we get to do. That's a new thing for us. So, all right, that's it. Uh, as always, I remain obediently yours. Bye. You have just listened to the Terrible Warriors. Did they succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stunned the GM into a stupefied silence? And lastly, did someone get punched square in the dice bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our terrible warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquests or failures? Comment on this episode podcast at TerribleWarriors.com. Message us on Twitter at Dice Warriors or email us at feedback at TerribleWarriors.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away. 
the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. Thanks for listening to The Terrible Warriors.